0: Hello, welcome to another episode of These Little Moments Podcast. I'm your host, your online health and wellness coach, Brian Kassem. And in this episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing Sal Niklaoui. And she is the owner of Strong Her Girls, and she is a fitness coach. In this episode, we do an amazing job of breaking down some of the things that women might encounter when trying to transition into strength training as well as a little bit about Sal herself. So I really hope you guys enjoy the podcast. And I'll see you in there. Brian. Screw it, we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I won't let the slander go on without the people knowing. <laughs> you want to say something? Say it on air, Sal. What's okay. up? What's
1: up? Wait, Can let me I... put my phone on airplane mode, Jill Do
0: it. I don't want you to have any distractions during our podcast, which is Yeah, absolutely no right
1: distractions. Now.
0: Can I say something first?
1: Absolutely not.
0: You have it's the same podcast. same name as my father. Um his name is also
1: Sal. Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Actually, it's it's his name is properly speaking is Saleh, but uh I just wanted to it's say
1: Like that. Saleh or Saleh?
0: Uh, I forgot you, you are well-versed in this. Uh, say both options again. Saleh? Or
1: is that yes. Saleh?
0: That one. Like saleh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, the first one.
1: Salah, maybe? Mm, like
0: saleh, maybe? I want to say Saleh. Saleh. Yeah. Play. Playgirls,
1: play. Yeah. Like. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, my Middle Eastern roots from my father. Um so yeah, how are you? How's your day going?
1: Going, oh, it's been a good day. Um, checked in with my one-on-one client, checked in with my eight-week strength physique group, mm-hmm. um, got some good news that I'll eventually share about. Um, Sweet. so it's been an all-around good day, but I'm um, of myself good too. Thank you. Thank you. you. A-
0: <laughs> and a good hair day. What a <laughs>
1: everything's coming together
0: seriously all at once you're peaking <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is my peak
0: this is great. i don't know if it's
1: gonna get any better than this eh, let's let's
0: well hair wise who knows who knows you know i think we all can like say we've had our, our our bad hair days too um what i what i want you to do for me for the people is introduce yourself because i did a poor job of <laughs> introducing you So give us a little, little, little background of who you are for the people.
1: All right, peeps. My name is Sal McCloughy. I am the founder of Stronger Girls. Um, I'm a strength coach. So I teach women how to be strong from the inside out. And I'm also a fitness model. So I do a fair bit of that. Um, Other than that, I'm a sister. I'm a dog mom. And now I'm on Ryan's podcast. (laughs)
0: Ryan's (laughs) podcast makes the list. It's going on the CV.
1: (laughs) going on LinkedIn
0: that's amazing what kind of dog do you have
1: she's a pit bull she's like a little pocket pit bull so like in pictures she looks like an actual pit bull and then you meet Mm -hmm. her and she's like really tiny Mm -hmm. but she's like bulky like she looks like she can like bench four plates yeah she's like she's
0: She's like me I love that (laughs) little pocket size we love that yes but can bench four plates (laughs) we're getting there. Getting there. That Amy. So, so why don't you? So, what's what's kind of like? So, so you you're kind of like a do it all type of person, right? So you're kind of like a. uh, Are you in Brooklyn right now, too? Wow, we finally snagged you in one place. Usually, you're all over the place. This is great. Uh, so we're let's kind of. I love to paint people's origin stories because I feel like it makes your. Your CV sound ten times better when we realize where you came from. So what's what's kind of like uh, like where'd you get? I guess you know. Why don't you why don't you just give us like a little bit of origin story about like when you first got into like health and fitness, all that stuff. Like and, and we'll go from there.
1: Yeah. So growing up, I was always like a somewhat active kid, right? Like I would play a sport in school. Like i wasn't the best, but like I played. You know, um, I did cross country for a while in high school. Um, I also swam, um, girls varsity, shout out high school telecommunication, <laughs> arts and technology.
0: <laughs> oh shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, once I got to college, like there was no like structured, you know, like team sport for me to do. Um, and there was like no team. So like, I didn't really have a community so that I really struggled with that. Um, I guess that's how I sort of ended up in the gym and started weightlifting. Right. I, I just, I was like, okay, I need to do something This like, lifting thing looks pretty cool. And it, this was like back in the day when there weren't like a whole lot of like women power lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, so like on Instagram, I'd see like all these like really amazing lifters that are women. I'm like, I want to be able to do that. Um, to this day, I'm still not able to like do that, but like, I can, mm-hmm. I can lift a fair bit. I can lift a good amount. Um, I, I but, love the
0: humbleness, but let's give you some more credit there. <laughs> all
1: right. Hide me up, Ryan. Me
0: up. <laughs> she's strong as fudge. Okay. People, she's, she's strong as fudge. All right. Keep keeping, going.
1: Keeping this G-rated. That's right. In terms
0: of language. No, you could speak, you could say fuck. It's just uh sometimes I like to be weird with it and say fudge. I'm but don't you. let me interrupt your story. Keep going.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Men are always interrupting, <laughs> no, especially it. men with podcasts. But anyways, um oh I just God. kind of struggled cuz like I didn't have a community, I wasn't exercising. Mm-hmm. Um I took like a really heavy course load and I was working like three jobs at once. And you know, I, I just got to a point where I kept gaining weight. Um I got really unhealthy in terms of just like my joints aching, like none of my clothes fit me anymore. Like my confidence was like rock bottom. I I just didn't recognize myself. So I was like, okay, something's got to change. I started lifting. And then that, um, that kind of like provided this transformation in terms of just like, I was able to like find self-efficacy and self-confidence and like that daily and like weekly progression. Cause like the newbie Mm -hmm. gains, right? Like I went from like just the bar to like deadlifting two plates. And that was Mm -hmm. just like, whoa like I, I could do that like i'd never deadlifted before like i thought if i lifted i would like my back would like explode and i would die right right because like that's what that's what the media tells women
0: yeah i thought the same thing too
1: <laughs> did, did your back ever explode
0: no it's still good baby we're still good still good still, for right still now cranking still have a spine
1: okay that's that's yeah. good you kind of need a spine
0: yeah you need a backbone you need a backbone in life that's for sure Yes. But keep going. Don't don't let me interrupt you. Don't let, let's again with the men
1: with (laughs) podcast interrupting. The the first one I
0: was hyping you up. Let's be, (laughs) 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 I was given permission to hype you up. Second one. I don't, you asked me a question.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll take it. All right. Please go. As I, as I kept strength training, I started to value like performance gains. Right. Just so like lifting more over time or like doing more reps or like, you know, just like, things that weren't the scale or like how my clothes fit or how much weight I had lost. Cause like at, at a certain point I hired a nutrition coach who helped me with that. Um I ended up losing like 50 plus pounds and like keeping it off and all of that. But it was more about that process of just like really showing up for myself um, and meeting myself where I was at. That helped me like fall in love with myself, my body, and what it could do rather than like what it looked like or what the scale said.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so, neat. So okay. Oh, what? I was
1: going to say, that's how, that's how <laughs> I sort of ended up coaching. Cause people mm-hmm. noticed that transformation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, right. Like my mindset changed, like a lot of, it was beyond like the physical change. It was just like, I changed as a person, right? Like I went from like feeling like weak and like really low in confidence to like mm-hmm. being like strong as fuck and confident, right. um, inside and out. So it wasn't just like this outer shift, but like this inner mm-hmm. shift and like people noticed that and they were like, Hey, like, you're getting like really strong. And like, I seem like what lifting's done for you. Like, can you teach me? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not like certified or anything, but like, I can give you some pointers. Um, And it got to a point where I was like, showing people how to lift is like, really cool. Let me, let me get certified. So I got certified yeah. and now I'm here.
0: Dope. So you got it. So you had an interesting, so you did the sport thing, but your sports weren't geared towards like, I mean, maybe they were, I'm not sure about how your, your school did it, but your sports weren't geared towards like getting into the the gym and and strength training or anything like that like especially like cross-country uh and and maybe swimming I'm not sure how your school did like strength training programs, but did they do like when you first started doing sports was there any intro to, to strength training at all
1: no we did a lot of like dry land training for swimming so like running Mm-hmm. And I think at the time I was just really intimidated by the weight room. Like we would mm-hmm. have weight practices, but I would just like not go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, Cause I feel like that's, that's normally the case uh, when it comes to certain sports, it's like, or, or at least in, in high school for the people who are, who are doing sports most, like I usually did sports because I wanted to like interact with people and make friends and stuff like that. Um, but it came with like, like when I played football, it came with like getting into the the weight room and all that stuff too. So that was like my first experience, but your first experience came in, in college. Did you go to like a powerlifting gym or was it like at your school gym where you started like getting to strength training?
1: Yeah, so I went to this powerlifting gym in Brooklyn. So I was commuting from school to this gym to learn the basics of powerlifting. Um, mm-hmm. And that was really helpful because I learned like the basic compound lifts, how to perform them. Um, and then I was able to like compete in like my first meet and that was like a whole experience in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also trained at the school gym and I would have like gym partners and like friends that lifted, lift with me. Um, just cause at the time I was like still super intimidated of like the, the gym environment, right? Like, it was a D1 yeah. school. So it was just like people that looked like they knew what they were doing, but like looking back now I'm like, most of them didn't know what they were doing but like they just, they showed up they did their thing. Right. That's all you gotta do sometimes
0: yeah I mean half the battle is like showing up for anything I I like how though like you had that transition because you went from not wanting to go to the the scheduled school lifting for your sports to going to like perhaps maybe one of the most intimidating places is like a which is like a powerlifting gym right because that's like places where you'll see like you'll see the chalk come out you'll see people using chains you'll see like you know sometimes in some gyms they'll be using like the ammonia to like before a lift or anything like that so you went from like a complete like I don't want to go to these lifts to like I'm going to show up to like one of the most intimidating places and like show up for it right
1: I think it was just like a the time and the place was right Mm
0: -hmm. you know I think
1: I was like finally ready to like do the thing
0: Mm -hmm. that's awesome so what so what so when you started when people started being like holy shit south like you're a beast I want to be like you, uh, what was kind of like, did you have any, like, um, like, was there any, ever a moment in your mind where it's like, like, how can I transition from doing this myself to helping others with it?
1: Yeah. Especially with like the first couple of friends that I would like help out in the gym and like seeing their progress over a couple of months for like a couple of years, I would be like, you know, maybe like this is something that I can do as a mm-hmm. job after I graduate, but also like I had like my whole like five, 10 year plan. Yeah. I was like, I can't let my parents down. You know, they like gave up their lives in like a, another country and then they moved here and then they sent me to school and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like I'm here, I need to like finish and do that. So it was kind of just, it was always in the back of my head.
0: Mm-hmm. Where are your parents from?
1: They're from Morocco.
0: Wow. So you felt, so you've, cause so, and so both of your parents are from Morocco. Yes. Wow. So you felt, cause my, so my dad's from Lebanon. And uh, he he always wanted me to go to like like the doctor route or like the route that would make me most financially secure. Like I remember graduating school and becoming a personal trainer. He was like trying to get me into like medical sales and stuff like that. And I was just like, I don't want to do medical sales. <laughs> like that's like that sounds miserable for me. But did so you you felt a similar pressure of trying to like make your parents proud for like the opportunity that they're giving you by like going the path that they wanted you to do. Right.
1: Right. And I did that for a while and it made me fairly unhappy. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't live like this. Let me, let me try this whole like following my dreams thing and see where it gets me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let
0: me try this whole following my dreams type deal. What was, did you have, did, was that a conversation that you had with your parents or was it just the choice that you made was, was all the words that need to be said?
1: I just made my choice and I just let them know. Mm-hmm. I think life is too short to to be unhappy.
0: Mm-hmm. And they're fully supportive.
1: Um, not at first, but I think once they realized that I was able to, you know, be like stable with it, then things changed.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think it's cool that uh, one, you're able to find sort of your passion for it, but then also your passion kind of evolved because you you're a lot of your content, and a lot of what you preach is geared towards, uh, like getting women into the gym, getting women stronger. Um, I guess where does, where does like that, or when, when did your passion develop to be like, yeah, I want to see other women get strong as hell.
1: Well, first, like when I had like that personal transformation journey, I was like, I, I think that there's a lot of women who could benefit from this and I need to figure out a way to share it with them. Um, so I just like started sharing like my own experiences on Instagram and like on my blog and the internet and that sort of thing. Um, but wait, can you repeat the question? <laughs>
0: you I do that all the time. Like I'll be answering your question. Then it's like slowly fizzling out of my brain. <laughs> I love watching that happen to your face. That was great. I guess I didn't really, uh, so basically, you know, let's see if I can remember the question, but where, when did like this, your passion evolve from like, I want to get stronger, blah, 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 to, you know, how can I get other women stronger as well?
1: Okay. That one's a good one. So when I first started powerlifting, this was like back in the day when there were, you know, a handful of like women lifters at every meet. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just like, there weren't a lot of women lifters at powerlifting meets. And then there weren't a lot of women in the weight room. And I think just like the benefits that you gain from weightlifting are just so tremendous, like between the health benefits, like, you know, the, the mental benefits, all of that, I wanted to share that with others. So I was like, how can I do this? Um, so I I ended up getting into coaching and really making that my mission. Just how can I help? Well, I mean, the, the big goal is, how can I help every woman in the world get Mm -hmm. strong inside and out,
0: Mm -hmm. but for
1: now we're focusing small and then eventually world domination.
0: watch out planet earth yes (laughs) i love that so so because and i think that's so true too because i remember early early youtube days uh when i would watch like i don't know like your classic youtubers like the only woman i can remember uh that wasn't like your classic like gym shark athlete type of lifter uh was like meg squats uh And she was like, like powerlifting all that stuff. And, and, and I think it's really cool to see how that's, that's transitioned so much since like, I don't know, when was that like 2010, like era to like 10 years later now. And there's so many women who are at least more often now, I mean, there's still a lot of people who, women who might be afraid to go to the gym or anything like that, but there's, there's such a big transition from women who strength train now compared to like years before.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, just kind of bloomed, and mm-hmm. there's so many. I think it's so awesome because then you could find, you know, the coaches and the influencers that you most identify with. Because mm-hmm. before it was kind of just like that gym shark athlete. Like, if it fits your macros, all right? We're doing like a five day a week bodybuilding program, and mm-hmm. a lot of people can't relate to that.
0: All right, doing donkey kicks on the cable machine, all that stuff, and your gym shark with, with the close up. With a close up of the booty. A close up. (laughs) Close up of the booty doing shoulder press. Love that. (laughs) It's my favorite. Uh, So yeah, and I think I think that's really cool. So so what would like? I guess what's what's so if if a woman were to want to make a transition into strength training, I guess what's what are like what are like the first initial tips that you would give a woman to to make that transition?
1: Yeah. So I think knowing that you want to transition to strength training is like the first step. Um, Mm -hmm. But finding a plan that works for you, right. And just learning the basics um, of like the compound movement. So whether it's like squatting, benching, deadlifting, overhead pressing with a barbell or dumbbells or whatever tools you have access to. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, that might mean like working with a trainer or a coach to just get the compound movements down. Cause like, once you get that down, then you know, you're able to do variations of the movements. Take advantage of your newbie gains because we'll have them for like a year. And then after that, you know, you'll be training for like two years, put like two and a half pounds (laughs) on your deadlift. (laughs) Have a great playlist. Um, I think that can really help with like gym intimidation. I have some really great playlists on Spotify and by really great, I mean, they just include bad bunny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you're a bad bunny person, huh?
1: I don't know. You couldn't tell.
0: I don't know. Oh, is that she's oh. <laughs> showing for the audio listeners? There's some major acrylic nails going on with some bunnies on the. They're nails. not
1: acrylic. They're
0: <laughs> You're So when let's talk about the nails for one second. When did oh when did goodness. the long nails get started? <laughs> I need to know. I need to know the origin of these nails.
1: These? Well, I mean, just like culturally, like. When you grow up in New York City, you just get like long acrylic nails. They're Mm -hmm. just like a girly thing that you do. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I like getting cute little designs and I like looking down at my nails and be like, wow, my nails look really cute. Like it's Mm -hmm. a little burst of serotonin. Like, yeah, they get destroyed after like a week of the gym, but (laughs) you know, like that like three days that they look nice. Yeah. I'll take it.
0: So these, so we're living for the three, three days at a time where we're like this bad bunny nail setup is giving me life right now.
1: Well, this one has been on for like two weeks now.
0: And okay. hasn't been destroyed. So, have you? How has it not been destroyed?
1: I don't know. I went to a new nail tech, and like she's just she's just popping. Shout out to <laughs> Twinkle Nails by Jess.
0: Um, <laughs> Shout out Twinkle Nails, <laughs> Jess. Wow, she's about to get so much so much more appointments going through. Wow, yes, she should. So how does how do the nails? I've always because my my thing with obviously lifting like I'm like doesn't just get in the way of like like anything
1: well you don't want to get them super long because then they'll get in the way Mm -hmm. um as I don't know I they I just I just lift with them like it's not like a big deal to me I think like if you never had like nails or like any type of nail extensions on before then you'll have to like adjust and like figure it out but I just Mm -hmm. I go in I lift if they break I'll get them fixed. Yeah. Maybe
0: I won't. Okay, I need. I just need the origin story because then I. I think it's just gonna help me understand you better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the inside joke between us is she always like flashes me the nails, and I for whatever reason like the long nails just it's just like one of those little cringy things for me. It's like uh, I don't know what's like a what's it. There it is. <laughs> like the
1: word moist. Like when people say the word moist or the word curdle, like. Curdle.
0: <laughs> Curdle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yours is moist and curdled I mean, those are like, your cringies
1: they're cringy no what's really cringy for me is like when people are scraping dishes like to, like before they wash them or put them in the dishwasher uh-huh. like scraping food like the noise that it makes
0: with like a fork
1: yeah it just <laughs> it's the worst noise ever like ew.
0: could you do that outside <laughs> <laughs> Must you clean the dishes now oh <laughs> uh, i've I've gone off track, I apologize. um so, 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 <laughs> okay. so some things you had mentioned to for anybody who's beginning is to one you know, try to find a basic program um to get started with, right? so master master the basics. um I think another thing you had mentioned was. Uh, find did you say finding a gym that makes you comfortable is that, is that what you said
1: uh, finding a good playlist but finding mm. bad money I mean yes finding a gym that makes you comfortable but it's also like what if you live in an area where the nearest gym is like five miles away and that's like the closest gym that you can go to right so finding a way to make that a safe space for you right because like a lot of, a lot of dudes are creepy at the gym, right? Like it's something sure. I experienced firsthand. It's something that my clients experience firsthand. Mm-hmm. So I try to like come up with a toolkit to like help them navigate that. So like, if there's some dude trying to tell you how to, how to lift and, and it's like being creepy about, it, or like, what if a dude's yeah. like recording you, like mm-hmm. knowing what to say, knowing how to say it confidently, or maybe like talking to the front desk staff so they can handle it. Cause like, and it's also just ridiculous that we as women have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, do guys have to deal with that? Do you ever have, like, people, like, secretly recording you or, like, trying to, like, hit on you?
0: Uh, So I can't speak for all guys. The only thing... So first for the women part. So when I was an in-person trainer for, like, seven years, I saw some super creepy things. Like, guys using a machine that was, like, in perfect vision of, like, the Zumba classes and they'd be, like, recording it. Um, and then I'd have to go up and be like, hey, what are you doing? blah, blah. blah. But... For me personally, I think just because I worked at that gym for so long, like the worst thing that happened to me was like somebody spanking my butt, like some person spanking my butt, like out of nowhere, um, which was like the, you know, creepy bounds for me, where it's just like this person like completely invaded like my own personal space. Um, but I don't think other guys like I think that was just like a unique experience on my part. So I can't speak for like other people men but for sure like I think women deal with the creepiest last most unnecessary type of harassment when it comes to going to gyms from from what I saw as being as a trainer
1: I'm sorry that somebody did that to you at the gym that's awful because then yeah, you don't want to weird. go back you're like what if somebody like grabs my ass at the gym another time
0: yeah well i worked at that gym so that was a. That
1: was you like, had to go back i you're had like, to go back
0: right as as probably because my my the Gymshark joggers i had on they were just too showed off too much of my curves but the uh but it, i mean it makes complete sense i mean like women who women go through way more just from show, being at a gym from like like it's it's it is the things I used to see as a trainer was like really really gross that uh that you shouldn't have to go through when you go to a gym or anywhere yeah. which is insane but so so I guess so some things you'd said if somebody feels like uncomfortable at a gym is obviously tell you know front staff people you know make sure they made made aware of it um what are what are some other things that you you've might've done in the past or like you've advised a client to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, like sometimes there are dudes that will like approach you while you're like actively training.
0: Mm-hmm. So you just
1: got to like set that boundary and be like, hey, I'm in the middle of a set. Like I'm trying to train. Right. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Um, but then the issue is just, I just feel like as women, there's so many things that we have to do to ensure that we're safe. Cause there's like mm-hmm. so much violence against women. Yeah. Um, so just like approaching those conversations in a way that you're still able to keep yourself safe from like, you know, like, I don't know, like a dude that's like on roids having like a temper tantrum because you're like, Hey, I'm in the middle of a set. Please don't talk to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And it happens too. Um, so, so what, so how'd you get into, you know, transition time? How'd you get into sort of the fitness modeling space?
1: did I do that um I mean I did a couple of just like independent shoots for my brand and I was like Mm -hmm. you know what let me let me send some pictures to agencies see how far I get yeah um and then I got a response back from an agency it was like a pretty like well-known agency Mm -hmm. for um sports and fitness modeling and I was like this has got to be a joke but I responded to the email anyways like went spoke with them um next thing I knew I was modeling for Nike
0: that's dope
1: yeah so moral of the story just do it not not like Nike just do it but like actually just do it because like you never know right like any opportunity yeah like if you don't worst anybody could say is no right yeah so if there's something that you've been trying to do yeah like go ahead and do it if you fail right if it's not a good fit like at least you know that you tried rather than like getting to your deathbed and you're like mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if I had sent some pictures to this modeling agency and like, what would have happened?
0: Mm-hmm. I love how you stole Nike's quote though when you first. Press... <laughs> this material girl like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just do it.
1: <laughs> Nike's lawyers are currently typing. <laughs> that's
0: right. Uh, yeah, it turns out I can't post this podcast anymore. It's crazy. Oh, that I mean that I think that I I, I think that's that uh, their quote specifically too. Like just do it. it it, it literally implies anything that we've talked about so far is just like, you know, if you want to make that transition to becoming a stronger version of yourself, then you, you just have to do it. Like, and sometimes it's, it's not going for the most complicated thing. It's going for the basics or, you know, it's, it's going for, you know, like you, like you did, like you just went to the powerlifting gym and you just, you know, you went from somebody who was maybe intimidated in high school to go to your high school gym. And you went to, a powerlifting gym and it made you a stronger version of you
1: exactly like what's the worst like the the gym owner is going to say like no you can't lift here okay cool i'll find another gym like right
0: that's fine i'll find another gym <laughs>
1: you know what i'm gonna open oh, i'm gonna open up my own powerlifting gym directly across the street from you and it's gonna oh, be
0: better look is that a goal of yours to own your own gym one day
1: low-key that's that has been a goal of mine and i'd love to like open up like the stronger girls gym right and just like have a space where women like have access to high quality coaches and can learn how to lift with proper form and like safe form and Mm -hmm. you know just like meet themselves where they're at um and just have a space for them where they're not going to be worried about like dudes trying to record them or like talk to them mid-set and they can just wear whatever they want without you know people like saying things
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i I think that'd be awesome would it be in brooklyn or would it be where where would you put it i
1: don't know i feel like i should i should probably put it in brooklyn because you know that's where everything started that's that's the roots it's the og um (laughs) but i want to low-key high-key i want to be somewhere warm i'm so sick of this weather like it was Mm. snowing yesterday a couple days ago it was like it was the flurries you do you go outside (laughs) (laughs) do you not leave your apartment you're looking pale
0: I, I, well, you know, it is that time of the year, right? Where I, and I'm only half, half Lebanese. So I only got half the, uh, half my, <laughs> half my Gen X are white, but, uh, but yeah, I didn't even know if it was yesterday. <laughs> it was cold yesterday. Why would I leave my apartment?
1: For your law? Come
0: on now. Oh, why don't you talk about laws? Oh, laws. <laughs> should, I, should
1: I tell them what, what
0: a law is? Why don't you tell the people what a law is? All right,
1: let me lay down the law real quick. Okay. A law? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, thank you guys for joining this book.
1: <laughs> I got more jokes.
0: Okay. Oh, thank you guys for joining. <laughs> All right, go on.
1: <laughs> so, a law is a,
0: <laughs> Sorry, I
1: almost
0: a law. Sorry. I, I need a break. <laughs> let me grab some water. Oh, no. oh look at the butterfly mug. Yes. Very cool, All right. and I, I also got these really
1: that. cool butterfly. um
0: Wow,
1: yeah, they're like little tabs that I can put on clothes, but they fell off off the clothes that I like I tried to iron them on. Um, but a law is a long ass walk, <laughs> so I got it from from at what Compound intended. Performance because he was always posting about like going on these these laws. I was like, yo, what's a law? And he was like, it's a long ass walk, and I realized that I was just. I walk everywhere in Brooklyn, right? like, you know, like it's lively. There's people, Um, you know, you don't have to have a car to get places like public transport. Trains are pretty reliable. Um, So I would just like walk places and, you know, just like to take breaks between work, just take walks Mm -hmm. or even like after eating so I can like digest my food a little bit better or like when I'm listening to podcasts such as these, um, (laughs) I'm on my laws. And it was just, it would it just, the name just fit perfectly, right? Because mm. it, it was like a long-ass walk. I'd be walking for like 30 to 60 minutes. Um, oh, wow. And in New, in New York, you could walk like for a really long time and not even know it because there's just like so much stimulation, right? Like you ever walk from like Times Square to Wall Street?
0: I don't know. Like, uh, maybe. I don't know if I have. It's a
1: fun walk. It's long. But like in the mm. summer, and you make like little stops summer in different neighborhoods
0: tired. for mm. like
1: a, a little food tour.
0: I like that sounds good to me (laughs) but the the only time I don't do my law is probably when it's really cold out and I'll do my indoor laws do you do indoor laws
1: sometimes I'll just walk around the house or like walk up and down the the steps or run around with my dog in the yard Mm -hmm. um but I need to get like a treadmill for like indoor laws Uh
0: because when it's really
1: cold I have like no desire to go outside yeah but like I know I need to for like my own like mental health because if I don't move I'm just like just sitting there all jittery with all this yeah. pent-up energy <laughs> I'm
0: trying to imagine you jittering doing the bug. so <laughs> so you so I, I I agree it is is super super good for the mental health aspect um you know clearly I, I gotta get out more so I can notice if it flurries outside um, but so, so things you talk about or things you, you mentioned a lot is, uh, you know, getting stronger by putting yourself out of your comfort zone, um, you know, getting your laws in, right? So not only just to move your body and for the neat benefit, but for also mental health benefits. Um, what, what would you say is, is like the most common things that or issues or obstacles that someone, a, a woman may face when it comes to uh, going after their goals or anything like that.
1: societal expectations, right? Like the Mm -hmm. societal expectation that women should be as feminine and like dismissive and submissive as possible. Um, like anytime a woman tries to strength train, there's typically that, you know, you're gonna, if you lift too heavy, you're gonna like become infertile or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you don't want to get too bulky because then God forbid you'll look masculine as though looking masculine is like the worst thing that could ever happen to a woman. Right. Um, that sort of thing, but also just practical things like eating enough food. Like there's so many fad diets and so many women try so many diets throughout their lives that they've been under eating and under fueled. So, you know, they come work with me and it's, it's hard for them to eat more food, right. To eat enough carbs, eat enough fats to eat enough protein, like especially protein. Like that's mm-hmm. to hit your protein goal as a lifter, especially when you're, when you're new to this can be really tough. Um, I'm trying to think other obstacles or struggles. I mean, there, there's a lot.
0: I there, going. There are a lot. <laughs> well, I think, I think, you nailed know, the most common, right. Is, uh, is one that like myth that if you start lifting, you're going to just gain muscle right off the bat. Right. Or you're going to look masculine or manly. Right. Um, but we, we both know how, like you mentioned, like you first start lifting, you might notice like some results early on, but then as you'd be more consistent, you're like, holy crap, I've been doing this for years. And I, feel like, I feel like I haven't changed too much, but it, it, it takes time because building muscle, all these things is not an easy thing to do. Um, and then also, like you said, like, uh, you know, hitting a protein intake is hard for anybody when you're first starting off, especially when somebody tells you like, yeah, you should probably be hitting like a minimum of this. And you're like, What? Like I eat maybe 30 grams a day. (laughs) This is crazy.
1: And that's, that's a good day.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know if you knew this, we'll we'll wrap it up in just a little bit, but the name of of this podcast is called these little moments podcast. Um, and essentially why I named it, that was just because, uh, you know, I went to this, this seminar and everybody was kind of like sharing like their, their fears and like just being really vulnerable. Um, and, you know, I, it was like the first time I had admitted, you know, probably to like a crowd of people that, you know, I had struggled with like anxiety, depression for for a number of years. Um, and I just, I had part of my speech was like, you know, fitness and all that is great. Like, I, I appreciate it. I've been doing it for a while. But you know, what I get out of, you know, the most is like these little moments of interacting with people and then and, and sharing like these stories with others. Um, so my question for you is, what's kind of like, some little moments or one little moment that that makes you kind of look back and 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 think this is what got me to where I am now
1: yeah that's a good question um I'm thinking back to I think it was last January where coach Mike McKenna asked me to be an assistant coach for the USA level one certification wow. um so I'm a USA level two cert um And the level one was my first certification that I got like back in like 2017, maybe like 2019. Mm -hmm. So to like have it all come back, it was like, like, wow. Like I really went from getting my level one to starting stronger girls, you know, improving myself as, as a human, as a lifter, as a businesswoman, um, and then helping other women get strong inside and out. And now I'm teaching what I learned to these, these incoming coaches, um, And that just really brought it all together for me. And it was like, you know, it was like a two day event. Um, Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a little moment, but like when we did like the practical portion on like the Sunday, I was like, this is, this is that little moment.
0: Yeah. Well, how cool is that though? It's like, like everything that we talked about, like you start off as a person who didn't want to go into the gym to now you're teaching other people how to lift.
1: It's Wild, isn't it?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I love that moment. And it's like, it's like you said, it's like a full circle of life type feeling where you're just like, Whoa, like this is like that choice of that. I made for myself has allowed me to help other people in in a way that maybe you never thought was possible. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Sal. um, so that's pretty much it. So I I appreciate you being on the podcast.
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, I'm a listener of your podcast. So <laughs> now, wow. now the table has turned. <laughs> now
0: the Another table little moment, <laughs> And now the table has turned. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on here. Um, where can the people find you?
1: Y'all can find me on the interwebs. Cool. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Sal McClawy. That's S A L N A K H L A W I. You can also connect with me on stronghergirls.com. So strong, H-E-R, girls. Um, We have an email newsletter that I send out every week. So get on that and we can chat. um, And let me know that you found me from Ryan's podcast so I can say hi.
0: Say hi. Say hi to old Sal. That's awesome. I appreciate (laughs) you so much. Thank you. I appreciate
1: Uh, you too. This was fun.
0: (laughs) This is good. Uh, But yeah, that's it. So thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. And we'll hop on just to chat a little bit after this. But all right, guys. Peace (laughs) out. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of these moments podcast. Thank you to Sal we hopping on the podcast make sure you guys check out all of her links in the show notes below and if you do this podcast please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast and if you would like to work together one-on-one online health and wellness coaching you can apply for coaching at bodybryan.com slash coaching oh i had a little little bit of a burp but we're gonna keep this in there <laughs> but i appreciate you so much for listening thank you i love you and i'll see you in the next episode peace out guys